Easy vibes Easy with Carabon Twang Part Two. So many people are learning new skills off of YouTube. You know what I mean? People are on the internet doing free courses, learning how to code, learning how to copyright, learning how to pick up so many skills. Because I think when you do that, you're upskilling and you are then eventually investing in yourself in terms of money. Welcome to Easy Does It, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no complications. Your cool guide to investing. Welcome to part two of Easy Does It. My name is DJ At Large. <laughs> One of the things that that I admire so much about you, when I think about you, I think about an understated person, and I'll and I'll tell you what I mean by okay. that. Anytime news comes out about you, it's always good news. Oh. I've never ever heard you're trending for the wrong reasons, or like you're in front of the Sunday papers, which to me tells me that you care a lot about what people think about you. Like you want your image to always be in a good place because you're already a good person. How do you deal with criticism, with people saying bad things? Like if a reporter calls you tomorrow and says, Karabo, we had one, two, three, four, five, yeah. and we're printing this door. I think I like my privacy. Uh-huh. I think that's what it is. I don't okay. think it's me being this golden girl who doesn't do bad things. That's what I, that's, that's what I want to do. That's exactly what or I want to do. Who hasn't made mistakes? I mean, think about it. I was on TV as a kid, all right? As a teenager, when people were experimenting with alcohol and <laughs> other things. You know what I mean? I, I was growing up like a normal teenager as well, or my early 20s or whatever. So I could have easily gotten into trouble for a lot of things back then. But yeah, maybe I. I have been quite responsible from a very young age because I would have gotten fired because I was on kids TV if I did like really crazy things for publicity. But I think more than anything, it's probably me just really enjoying my privacy. Okay. I think I've always had this little bit of problem with this career choice that I have made that it comes with people knowing so much about your life and knowing who you are and knowing absolutely everything. And it's a bit of an um, issue I've had with it. It's it's almost like I wish you've had a lot of time to deal with it. I know, and you still haven't. But but. At the same time, I, no, but I, what I'm saying is then deciding to rather be private, but that comes at a cost as well because also the more publicity you get at large, the more work you get, the more your name is in front of people's top of mind. Do you yeah, get what I mean? And, and that's what PR is all about. Some people play the game really, really well, you know what I mean, where they, they're able to create quite a nice balance of good and bad publicity, and but publicity all the time. I don't like the actual publicity, <laughs> so the good okay. or bad is just I, like, I, I, I hear you, you I know, hear you. I, hear you. Oh, I don't want. No, I'm, 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 <laughs> You know, because no, there's certain celebrities you think about, and then you're just like, ooh, ooh, do you remember what that person said? Ooh. But I can't think of even one story or one thing that has been bad. Like, you're trying to, feel, I, could, I couldn't think. I tried to think of, what has Karabo done? That, I couldn't find anything. No. Which I found sca- very interesting. Or maybe I hide my scandals very well. <laughs> yeah, you see, you must just hide your scandals all, but yeah, um, I, I, I really prefer it that way. Yeah. But like I said, it could maybe come at a cost because when you when you you do have publicity, you you're top of mind. When gigs come up, endorsements, that kind of stuff, yeah. you really are top of mind. No one forgets about yours. It's like you know what I mean. Somebody has to remind the next person. Oh, remember, yeah. you know, uh, that's what helps with with lots of publicity. But for me, I kind of I like my quiet life here and there. Or when there is publicity, it's just things that make sense. To be honest, I, I prefer it that way. I, I hear you. I want to bring it back to money. Yes. Um, I'm thinking about something else. Um, 18 years of rocking in this industry. Yeah. Various gigs, various jobs, whether it being corporate, whether it being media. 
And the one thing that keeps coming up is that at different points in your life, you've always believed in investing in yourself. Yes. You know, so even the fact that you're going to school, yes. very few people in, in your space would be even thinking of that. It's yes. like, I'm on five or I'm doing whatever. I don't need to go to school and whatever. But you've always found a reason and had the passion to always invest in yourself. Do you do the same with your money as well? I think investing in myself is investing in my money. So yes, obviously I'll invest my money in terms of like, mm -hmm. a, you know, proper like saving, that kind of stuff, you know, in, in that sense, yes. Mm -hmm. But investing in yourself, first of all, that's like, that is knowledge. It's skills, it's knowledge no one can take from you. So here's an example, right? You go and you study and you keep upskilling. You able to go back to management at your job and be like, this is what I've done in the last year. I've done three, four short courses. Or I went and I got my postgraduate degree. Are we bumping the cheese up? Am I up for that promotion? You know what I mean? Is that not investing in your money eventually? Because you're upskilling yourself. You're to able to negotiate yeah, to, get to get more, right? In the creative space, let's say you're an actress or an act you're an actress. And yeah. then you decide to invest in yourself and you go for, you see an acting coach and you get better at your skill. What happens? You're booking more gigs, right? Because you're better at what you're doing. You just didn't leave it at drama school. You're like, I need to do more. You need to do more. People like Will Smith and your Viola Davis and all of them still have acting coaches till today. Who are you? <laughs> Not getting one. Do you know what I mean? So I think if you have the privilege and the luxury to be able to put in money to invest in yourself, I think it's very important. But I don't think we should make money the excuse. There is the University of YouTube as well. So many people are learning new skills off of YouTube. You know what I mean? People are on the internet doing free courses, learning how to code, learning how to copyright, learning how to pick up so many skills because I think when you do that, you're upskilling and you are then eventually investing in yourself in terms of money. It makes sense. That's, yeah. that, that, that's true. Because I think so also... That's very important to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, and, and I love like you know doing my research on you and, and looking at all the things you tweet that's the same that's the thing that kept coming up is the importance of investing in yourself and then when I think about the podcast and I think about money and so forth a part of a part of investing is almost investing in yourself because you're investing in a day that you don't need to work for sometime in the future exactly. because we think like as young people it's going to be fun all the time no, it's no. going to be stable all the time but then there's another side where it's not stable and so we've sort of got to prepare for that one by investing in our skills as you've said but also investing in our finances like having a relationship with your money and it goes all the way back to what you were saying initially that i need to learn how to say no yeah and i need to learn that this money won't be here forever and i've got to put it somewhere for it to grow you know and the last year showed us that my goodness the last year has it, it was heartbreaking it taught us so many lessons all of us had to learn something about money last in the last year of the pandemic whether you were okay and that's the thing with the pandemic some people were fine and others were i was able to get a new job right slap bam in the mm. middle of a pandemic that's when i got my 5fm gig very grateful for that but I'm not blind to everything else that has happened around me, okay? I had to watch majority of my friends get retrenched, family members, and now I'm just bringing it close to home. I'm not even opening it up yet on social media. So here we are, we're losing people. People are literally dying. Businesses are shutting down. People are getting retrenched. It was insane. It still is. People having to move back home. And that was such a reality check for all of us when it comes to our finances. You know, and I think sometimes as young people, we think retirement is so far. You know, you corn. change jobs and you cash that provident fund. And it's <laughs> around like, the corner. It's literally around you the corner. You cash your provident fund because uh. you're changing jobs. How you like, all right, well, I'll start uh. over. And then cheeky cheeky, you're 30. You realize I've got 30 more years. And then you're 40. Then you're, then it's 
just like, oh my gosh. And we're going to live longer. Life expectancy, magic. it's a lot longer so than it used to be. planning phase is So the planning is important. extremely important. The planning for emergencies is yeah. extremely important. We all at some point have to take a look at our finances properly. And it's also very tricky in a country like ours, right? Where most of the youth is unemployed. Yeah. Our yeah. unemployment rate the is... inequality as well. The inequality, everything. And, and, and that's why I think even talks about money in our country specifically, I think we need to be very careful when we're talking about money and, and we're saying the people save that kind of stuff or whatever because how do you tell somebody that cannot even buy bread for lunch this afternoon for the kids who are coming back to school that they must say it's so how a, do you yeah, yeah, yeah so how yeah. do you work that out and, and 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 i'm so grateful for the work that you guys do because then you're able to deal with those kind of challenges yes. and give people advice on how they can manage the little that they do have you know but i think we need to really be open about that about that you know because social media that kind of stuff will, will will make you think everybody's rich everybody drives nice cars everybody lives in nice houses no you know what i mean and that's not the reality of our country the reality of our country is that there are no jobs we are underpaid single income households you know what i'm saying kids can't afford to go to varsity and pay for their fees so we finish school with yeah. debt we don't even start on a clean slate so i much. had to work for a year after varsity I didn't graduate the year where I was meant to graduate. I finished and then I had already secured a job because the hustler in me. <laughs> and I had to save up for a whole year to be able to pay vids so that I can graduate. Jeez. Right? So, and that is already, that's privilege. The fact that I could find a job in my first year before even getting that graduation certificate. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That was already just pure luck privilege and I'm aware of my privilege as well and my luck, you know? But that's the reality of most of us South Africans. You don't start on a clean slate. You then you eventually get your first job. Then there's your student loan that you need to pay back. Then it's there's black so tax. Much to look then at, you're the yeah. only person that's working at home. And then your younger siblings are also coming up. They need to go to varsity. Nesvis is not paying for them. It is insane. Our situation in our country is insane. And it's so important for all of us to to equip ourselves with the skills that we we need to to be able to manage the little money that we're able to get yeah. or to be able to to start those businesses without anything because that's another thing you're told start a business start a business with what with what right mm. so even acquiring those skills to be able to start businesses that don't necessarily need a lot of capital or don't need capital at all you know it's so very complicated yeah, yeah. It's, in, in our country yeah. it's very very complicated lots it is, of layers lots of things but we need to stop avoiding it and we need to stop making excuses when it comes to talking about our money and you see what i'm saying about the getting the skills that you can as well so important because there's no work Ooh. so how are you going to make yourself employable or how are you going to make yourself skilled enough to be able to provide a skill that people can pay for we're literally on our own and money runs through everything Absolutely that you literally said uh before we wrap it up mm. what has been your worst and your best financial decision like you look back now and you're like that's it there are times I did good things, but there are times oh, where... Yeah. Cars have had me by the shackles. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> so cars are the problem. No, you know what? I've even accepted that it's not a, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's always carefully thought out. Okay. I used to feel guilty for... Spending and splurging on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think buying a vehicle when you just start working is a bad thing at all uh. in the context of our country as well if you think about it right because you probably live in the outskirts of wherever and then you have to drive 30 minutes 45 minutes 
to work, not even drive, use public transport, right? The first thing we do essentially is buy cars because uh, I don't live 10 minutes away from work. Do you know what I mean? And then people are going to tell you, buy property, buy property. How are you going to buy a property if you are earning so little, first of all? So, yeah, I did spend... <laughs> the fests. Yeah, the fest I, I, but yeah, a, a, a large amount of my 20s <laughs> was spent kind of like... Okay. Yeah, changing cars a little bit. Uh, not always getting the best deal. So okay. you see, there's nothing wrong with it, but are you getting the best, best deal? deal? The deal that and makes financial sense. And you understand what sense. you're actually signing as well. Do you understand what you're signing? That kind of stuff. So maybe that, yeah. But I, I don't have regrets there because mm. I also think that we shouldn't feel guilty about spoiling ourselves on things that we like. And we all like different things. Some people will will, will splurge on designer bags and oh. some people will shop every single man. You know, have the whip. Yeah, <laughs> but so not necessarily okay. my worst financial decision though. I think oh, credit cards also in my early twenties. Mm, 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 mm. Not having enough emergency savings has also been. been yeah, of that is probably not having enough emergency savings because what happens when you don't have enough emergency savings? That's when the credit card comes in. That's when a loan here and there comes in. So that has probably been my my biggest money lesson that emergency savings are so important when you are able to yes sometimes it's hard to do the whole how much are we actually supposed to be saving of our salaries like what 15 percent yeah (laughs) so you won't always maybe be able to save 15 percent of your salary or whatever it is but like whoa emergency savings are important i think that's what gets a lot of us into debt not having that pocket of savings to dip into and then a pandemic hits that you never thought was going to happen and then look what happened to so many people so in the last couple of years that's what i've gotten right like my savings and saving towards things i also used to be a very spontaneous person in terms of like if you say oh we're going to cape town next month okay no <laughs> no. <laughs> no planning no planning. okay let's go you know if i have it so obviously either i have it or i don't mm-hmm. you know but now it's like i've gotten better in the sense that i, I plan for things now okay you want to go on x amount of holidays thank goodness for covid no no one's planning holidays right now we're Save saving that money, money. Yeah. but yes um you're going on holiday. Save for it. You're planning on buying a house in, 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 in a couple of years. Start saving for that deposit. You know what I mean? You, you want to do your, your master's or, or whatever it is. How much is it going to cost? Are you actually saving up for it? So that's what I've learned to save. It's Man. so cliche, but it's so important so because important. that's exactly how we end up in debt and making some really crazy decisions and getting help. From people who know better You know what I mean So if you don't understand your taxes well Don't ignore them Get somebody to help you with with your taxes You know what I'm saying If you don't understand the fine print on a contract property From insurance to cars to houses To even smaller things like a phone contract Know what what you're getting yourself into Know that interest rate What you're getting yourself into Know that you can negotiate your interest rates That kind of stuff And get help There's a reason why people study this Mm. stuff You know I think we also need to understand that our friends and family aren't financial advisors. Mm, mm, we mm. should listen when they give us advice, absolutely. But at large, you can give me advice now about money and then somebody else and someone else. But I, I need to go, go to, to the a people registered financial yeah. advisor. Yeah. You know, and that's why they also have that whole disclaimer about them being authorized. People on Twitter, but just just buy. You know what I'm saying? Just people are just it. like, but just buy. No, yeah, buy this first, buy that best. first. And no, absolutely. Our pockets are different. Our finances are different. Our credit scores are different. Our circumstances are different. Our families are different. Our responsibilities are different too. So so make sure you're getting the help. And I, I think it's also very important talking about financial mistakes for us to forgive ourselves. Uh, 
once you've made the mistake because it's done life is short but very long at the same time life is very long uh, how many people have you have come across who 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 have made it lost all their money gone made it back, again you know what I mean? <laughs> gone through all this exactly and i think it's very important for us to learn from our mistakes mm. money mistakes that we make when we're younger and excited and all of that and uh and forgive ourselves and just do better and be better and Hopefully, you know, if you have children one day or you have nieces and nephews, you'll be able to impart better knowledge to them about uh, their finances. Pass it down to you them. know, and, and, and pass it down to them and they might not make the same mistakes that you made with your money. And definitely forgiving ourselves about financial mistakes, it's gone. Just so true. It's gone. You can't it get is, it back. Like it is, you had it, it and it's gone. And it's done. And it's done. How can you fix it? How can you make a better decision this time around? You know, Absolutely. and that's the most important uh, thing I think with with money. Learn from the actual lesson. Ah, if you're going to blow it twice, three times, four times now, all the time, <laughs> you know, you're gonna go and that's cash true. your provident fund true. every time you change jobs that's and you're true. not learning from it. Come uh-uh. on. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yes. So so learn from your mistakes yeah. and forgive yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. It was so great having this conversation. You know, all the things that we didn't know about you now that we know about them and the role that money has played as well. Thank you so much for being on Easy Does It. Where, where where do people catch you? Where do people find you? What time is your radio show? What's going on? Where do we? Where My do we radio show is for all the early birds mm-hmm. who like to catch the first room. So I'm on 5FM uh, between 4 and 6 every single morning. That's where you can catch me. The show is amazing. It just lights up your day. Awesome music. Awesome conversation to get your day started. And then obviously on the socials, Gangabot and Swing on all social media platforms. Get in touch. And good luck. Hey. <laughs> Get the money right. Get your money right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we shut things down on Easy Does It, another episode where we are your cool guide to investing and we just talk anything and everything m- money. We don't make it complicated. Thank you so much for giving us your ears. Easy Does It, that's how we do. A big shout out to you for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equities.